Hey, this is Zena Jones, and you are listening to the Brave AF podcast, where we talk about all things mindset, having your own back, and doing brave shit. Hello, my friends. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Brave AF podcast, where today we are talking about procrastination. This is one of the things I seem to talk about on a very frequent basis with my clients. So I'm very excited to be talking with you all about it today. So before we do that, I've got an invitation that is time sensitive. I am hosting a free masterclass called Quit Procrastinating and Take Action. So it's you, me, and a bunch of other amazing humans, whoever shows up live for this class, where I'm gonna be teaching you exactly why we procrastinate and how to take action. Okay. So if you're interested in this, head to my website right now, xenajones.com slash action to sign up. And when you sign up, I'm giving you three tips to help you get started with taking action right away. So here's a couple things just to tell you about this real quick. We're going to cover why people procrastinate and why you might know exactly what to do and still you're not doing it exactly what you need to change in order to become someone who takes action consistently. The number one people make, (laughs) I love that. The number one mistake people make, isn't it ironic that I made a mistake as I said that, love it. So the number one mistake people make that leads to more procrastination and how you can avoid that and then become someone who does what you say you're going to do and you're going to walk away from this training feeling super excited, super clear and confident, ready to take some serious action and get shit done. Okay, so this is happening on Sunday the 2nd of April at 7 p.m. Eastern time. It will be on Zoom. Okay, and as I said, you can go to my website, xenajones.com slash action. I will link that up in the show notes so that you get access to this free class. I'm so excited. I really do these. I haven't done one for ages and I know that it's going to be super fun. All right, my friends, let's dive in. So let's talk about procrastination. We procrastinate to avoid feeling un comfortable. I'm going to say that again. We procrastinate to avoid uncomfortable emotions. So let's take my history with dating. For example, you probably know by now, if you've listened to this podcast before that I avoided dating for 10 years. Okay. Now I had a great life. I was doing lots of wonderful things, traveled all over the world, started my own business all sorts of different things. Bought a house on my own. Great. I had a great time. But the truth was I was avoiding dating because I was trying to avoid feeling afraid. I was really afraid of the dating process, of meeting someone for a drink and having, you know, uncomfortable, strange conversation of like navigating the whole thing. I was really afraid of that. And I was also afraid of the possibility of feeling rejected. So I wanted to avoid that. So ultimately I avoided it by just not doing it for over 10 years. We procrastinate to try and avoid uncomfortable emotions. 
we go and do anything that feels better than the task at hand. So sometimes you might have heard me talk about the term productive procrastination before. We will clean the house. We will fold the laundry. We will, you know, get out the the bathroom sink and empty it out and all these things that we normally wouldn't do or we would, you know, save for later. We will do all of that shit if it feels better than the task at hand or rather the emotion that we have attached to that task. Okay. So here is something that I really hope you can understand. If you are a procrastinator, there is nothing wrong with you and you are not lazy. You are not lazy because you procrastinate. You simply haven't been taught how to take action. That's it. Most people have no idea that how we feel determines what we do or what we avoid doing. Okay, so I'm just going to repeat that in case you're one of the people who didn't know. What we're feeling, the way we feel, determines what we do or avoid doing. Our feelings drive all of our actions. So no doubt you will have noticed that when you feel motivated, you get so much shit done, right? You're super productive. When you're motivated, you're on a roll. That feeling of motivation drives action. Okay. So let's say you're in a work meeting and you feel courageous and you feel confident. You'll speak up. Okay. If you're in that meeting and you're feeling confident or courageous, you're going to Add in in your two cents, share your idea, speak your voice. But when you're in that same meeting and you're feeling afraid of what people might think or you're doubting that your idea is good enough, then you won't speak up, right? Notice how those different feelings drive you to do different things. That is because our feelings drive all of our actions and that includes procrastinating. So one of the biggest issues I see with this is the amount of judgment that people will layer on top of their procrastination. Many of the people who come to me, like myself, might have avoided something in their life that they want for a number of years. So I have um, one client who has wanted to be a published author for the longest time and had the most brilliant ideas about a series of books that she wanted to create. And she had put this off for years and years and years, right? Myself with the dating, I just shared that with you. I avoided it for 10 years. But what we often do is we layer judgment on top, right? People can be so hard on themselves and beat themselves up for not doing the thing they want to do. And it only adds this extra layer of pain on top of the fact that the task hasn't been done, that you haven't yet done it, which surely is already painful enough, right? So just like brushing our teeth, procrastination can also become a habit. And habits can be both easy and hard to break. 
depending on how you choose to look at it. So the example I thought of here was a smoker. Let's say a smoker gets told that they have cancer and that they will die if they keep smoking. They probably will stop right away that very day. Drop the habit immediately simply by changing the way they think about the habit and the feeling they have associated with it. In that instance, one of the things that they are changing is their identity. So they go go from being a person who is a smoker, a person who, you know, smokes, to being a person who doesn't smoke. So what I mean by that is they go from thinking I am a smoker and quitting is really, really hard, right? That's just the identity that they have. I'm a smoker. That's just it. And in an instant, they change their identity to thinking I don't smoke. I no longer smoke. I am no longer a smoker. That's just not who I am anymore. Like their identity shifts so fast. So I did this when I took a year off drinking alcohol. As soon as I changed my identity and I went from being someone who was, you know, just taking a year off and trying not to drink and having a break. And and that was kind of a harder identity to maintain because it was kind of up and down. And I went to, no, I just don't drink. Yeah, no, I've just chosen not to drink. Like it was just so clear that that's who I was. Not drinking became easy and effortless because my identity changed. So when you identify as being a procrastinator or as being someone who is lazy, you embody that identity and you make it who you are. You make it true for yourself. It's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. (laughs) So back to that person who smoked for years and years They might have been beating themselves up all the time for struggling to quit and never succeeding to all of a sudden changing their identity in that moment and never picking up a cigarette again. Like it can be that easy and that simple. So all those layers of judgment that we often place on ourselves for procrastinating, I see this all the time, right? That increases pain and the pain associated with the action or the lack of action that added pain doesn't create a positive outcome so what I mean by that is two wrongs don't make a right (laughs) so now we know that what we feel determines what we do okay our feelings drive all of our actions So then the question becomes, what determines how we feel? And if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, I hope you're like yelling the answer at me, (laughs) wherever you're listening. (laughs) So again, what determines how we feel? The answer to that is our thoughts. What we think determines how we feel. So no doubt you will have experienced thinking, I can totally do this and then felt confident. Or you've probably had thoughts at some point like, I don't have what it takes and I don't know if I can do that. 
and then you felt self-doubt. What we think determines how we feel. So what this means is when it comes to procrastinating and taking action, our thoughts and feelings are incredibly important. More so than any to-do list, any fancy calendar or scheduling system. That is not addressing the actual issue. You can have the most amazing scheduling system. You can have all of your activities planned out, all of the actions you're going to take. And still, you will find yourself procrastinating when the feelings associated to the tasks become too uncomfortable. So take my client Anne, for example. When Anne and I first started working together, She was trying to use willpower and sheer force (laughs) to get her work done. So she is a freelancer and she can be very flexible with when and how she gets her work done, which is great, right? Something as a fellow entrepreneur, I can totally relate to. But what kept happening for her was that she was pushing back the deadlines. She was asking for more time for her from her clients. And in a lot of instances, she was not doing her best work because she was doing it last minute to try and get it in for a deadline because she'd avoided it right up until that very last final minute. And often she was out doing other things because she just didn't feel like doing her work. She was avoiding it. And her willpower (laughs) and her scheduling system and her calendar, none of that was cutting it. She had a calendar that worked fine. She had a system that worked absolutely fine. She was in this vicious cycle of procrastinating and then adding those layers of judgment, you know, beating herself up and then working all hours to try and get the deadlines met at the last minute and then beating herself up because the work probably wasn't her best work if she'd actually put more time and effort into it. So a couple of things I want to point out here, willpower doesn't cut it when it comes to procrastination and taking action. Okay, that's like fighting fire with fire. And also she was thinking, I don't know if this is going to be good enough. And then trying to avoid the self-doubt that she was experiencing from that thought, I don't know if it's going to be good enough. And she was trying to avoid that self-doubt by pushing the work out, 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 further, further, further. Right? So our brains don't like feeling uncomfortable. They make it mean that something is wrong and they go in search of one of two things, numbing the pain or feeling better. Okay. So what that looked like for this client was she was avoiding the work. Okay. And in order to numb the pain and feel better, she was using that time to meet with friends, to go to events, to go see shows, to even do the housework. She told me about some crazy cleaning projects she had on the go. (laughs) But it was anything at all to avoid feeling the self-doubt she had when she sat down to do the work. So here's the three options that we have when it comes to procrastination. One, 
Change the way you feel so that you can take action. Two, feel uncomfortable and do it anyway. Now, this is not the same as resisting it and gritting your teeth. It is about processing the emotions so that you can take action without the added pain. And number three is to keep procrastinating and letting your brain get away with it. (laughs) So breaking up with procrastination doesn't mean that you can't do all of the delicious things that you might do when you procrastinate. And I'm not putting cleaning the, you know, bathroom sink (laughs) into that category. But some of the delicious things you do, right, that you enjoy when you procrastinate might be Netflix or meeting friends for coffee or going to the beach. So it doesn't mean you can't do that when you break up with procrastination. It's quite the opposite. It means that you actually set aside deliberate time for those things. Giving yourself the very break and enjoyment that you may be craving. And taking action is as simple as learning to manage your mind. It is that simple. So If this is something you want to master, then again, I invite you to join me for our Quit Procrastination and Take Action Masterclass happening on Sunday, the 3rd of April at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Okay, head over to my website, xenajones.com slash action. You got to put the slash action to get the page. Otherwise, you won't be able to find it. You do that, you claim your spot. And when you claim your spot, I'm also going to send you those three tips to help you start taking action right away. All right, my friends, huge love to you all. Have a magical week. I'll see you soon. Hey, if you enjoyed listening to this podcast, then you are going to love being coached by me. We are going to solve your specific challenges and set you up with the mindset tools that you need to have your own back and do brave shit in your life. Just head over to my website, xenajones.com to sign up.